2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, all right, all right. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy, and we live tonight on Compton Politics. Uh, This is, what is this, October 8th. This is Compton Politics tonight man it's a good night it's been a good i know i've been off the air probably for about two weeks lately in a row i apologize for the tardiness of my vision and of my audio uh last week i just could not get to the computer you know what i'm saying uh, but this week i'm here got a wonderful guest i actually went to her stage play and it was one of the most dynamic plays I have ever saw, which I do stage plays, but I haven't played in a stage plays like that, you know, it was very interesting. Um, what I liked about it was it was about mental health. And I guess homelessness too, you know, oh my God. Okay, y'all got to excuse me, my, my this computer got to trip and so, um, yeah, this play was unbelievable. I worked with them and you know, I'm like a vendor, a consumer for the mental health department on a couple of committees for the mental health department. And I'm just speaking about um actually what what I got from it, what I got from the play. You know, I'm speaking about what I got from the play, what I got from this uh, this, this this actress that was on stage. And I, and I know she acted out of real life. You know what I'm saying? She acted out of real life and and it was wonderful. And just by the things that I do, the things I've been through in my life, um, it was a reflection on what I saw from her, even though she, you know she was a, a lady. I mean, it's just mental health hits everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mental health, stress hit everybody, things that you go through. Uh, hit hit everybody, you know what I'm saying? From all shapes and sizes. So, um, I hope this thing is still going because let's keep cutting off. Okay, I hope it's still going. Keep on, my screen keep on like blanking out so when I go in and out, y'all got to excuse me. At the same time, uh, just a lot of things that I've been through in life with my own personal self, um, it It hit home. You know, her play hit home. You know, a lot of baggage we carry, a lot of blame we carry, a lot of faults we carry against people, a lot of hatred we carry, a lot of good things we carry. Sometimes you got to throw away some good baggage because it's too heavy and you got to share it. So uh, I'm going to get right to my guests right now. Like I said, this is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Elphins Murphy. Um, It's going to be a wonderful show tonight. I'm going to get straight to the show. Uh, this is T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio Worldwide. Listen to the 24-hour radio station. Join in. Uh, become a member. Register if you have some songs, some some information that you'd like to pass for as commercials. If you have a business, um, you have poems, you have a movie, you have music, you can come to t 25 sale.com Galaxy Talk Radio. You could do that. Uh, you can actually have a lot of... Uh, get a lot of things out. You know, it's all about marketing and branding now, you know what I mean? And that's what people need to get into is marketing and branding themselves. So I'm gonna come straight to the guest right now. Hello, Ida, how are you?
3: Good, I am fine, Lorenzo. <laughs>
2: all right, I'm glad to have you back on the air for the second time. I tried to get you back last week. Uh, and I think I tried to get you back the week before that too. I apologize for my right. tardiness on the technology, but uh, we're here now. And I'm just excited about what I saw you on stage. It was phenomenal. And um, I mean, it's like you really hit a lot of points, just not in your life, but your life reflected on people in the audience. Uh, what, yeah. was your re- what was your reaction from the audience that night? Because I've seen a couple of people. I know this young man that was there and he was like one of my peers. And uh, he told me like, man, she helped me. You know, he walked up to me like, man, she helped me. I, I, I'm i you know, like, he felt like he had the, the grimmity of happiness. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just like watching yeah. your play. What is it that, the respond that came back to you? You know, see, I see, I, I went to take a picture. I took a picture with you. Uh, it was a wonderful. Uh, what was the reaction from the crowd that night for you? Because everywhere you go, um, it's different.
3: You know, that night was really, it, okay, for me, watching the audience, was, was different because i seen a lot of people who were crying, um, you know, sniffling, and i seen some of the reactions of their faces because I knew that not only, you know, did they have uh, compassion or care for me for the things that I might have been addressing, but they had gone through it themselves. And most of my responses that I received, uh, phone, ma- phone, I mean, phone calls, voicemails, emails, texts, everything everyone is saying, hey, how did you know I'm going through this? I'm I I need to let go of this and I'm in this situation and I I need help getting out of that. Um the the man, the young man that came over to me, he just leaned over and he said, "You changed my life." Now, out of all of them, I think he impacted me the most because I thought, had I not been there, would I have an opportunity to share with him to impact his life? So it's very important to me that not only am I just up there, you know, going through the different, you know, unaddressed traumas that I had gone through, but also that other people become more conscious to the things that they've gone through and address it. If they, right. get, they need therapy, get the therapy. If they need to talk to someone, talk to someone. If they need, I mean, there's plenty of books out there that you can read, and there's groups that are available. and we have to start, you know, healing ourselves because we do things a lot of times in our life based on things that have happened to us and never was corrected. Right. And, men, like you said, mental health. It is not um, gender specific. It's not color or cultural bias. It hits everybody. You know, it hits everybody. And um, we live in a world right now where there are so many stressors out there that they say um, that we also have to be more aware of, you know, paying attention to other people and see what they're going through, you know. Because they could, they could just explode. They they could be at your workplace and one day explode. We hear it on the news all the time, and then we'll say, "Oh, that person was this and that." No, we didn't pay attention to the signs. There were signs, you know, that were going on. We didn't pay attention, and then when we did, it was too late, you know. So, um, mental health issues are things that we need to address. I know for myself. You know, growing up and being impacted by so many things, I have lived most of my life in fear. And you can't really do too much when you in fear, except run. <laughs> you know, run, die, right, hide. Right,
2: right, right. You
3: know, run, you know, and run, that's something die. that
2: God didn't give us is fear. And you know what? And that's something that God didn't give us is fear. You know what I'm saying? So where do we right. get this fear from? That's not even in our genes to right. we have fear. You know what I mean? When, yes. Where that fear come from? Because it wasn't embedded in us, as far as fear. Right.
0: It,
3: fear is usually taught. It's really taught. I mean, a lot of times, um, I mean, I've heard somebody say that babies come here um, completely whole, knowing what they're supposed to do, what their place on the earth is, and their parents um, teach them not to be who they were called to be because they don't understand how, you know. You know, they want them to be a certain way and whatnot, or their lifestyle or their culture dictates they raise their children a certain way. And and we grow up doing things our parents taught us or uh, directed us to realize this isn't even us. This isn't even us. This is not what I want to do. This is not what I want to be. And um, we have to unlearn sometimes the things that were taught to us, you know, to become who we're supposed to be and affect change in other people's lives, because that's what we're all here for to you know experience life, but also in that experience um, impact other people's lives. you know help them. I mean simple things, smile, hide, a good attitude, you know, but um, so many people are walking around with their hurts on their sleeves um, that they can't, you can't get through to them
0: so right right
2: right it, it, what do
3: you,
2: yeah go ahead
3: go ahead you go you go
2: okay thank you very much thank you very much <laughs> what what, it, what is you know one of the biggest problems and one of the biggest issues with uh this type of you know mental health issue is people opening up trusting people to tell them their story you know what you, you know what i mean it's like some people don't want to go talk about or tell anybody. What they really feel or what they've been through because they don't want to be you know how that stigma put on them you know what i mean so how would a person seeing your play be able to understand that it's okay to go talk but is it okay for somebody okay. to get you know what i mean
3: you know it took me a while i talked to a few people and a lot of times most of the time i'm gonna say you gotta be careful who you talk to by all means not everybody can you can put you can't put your trust in everybody to know that they know or believe that they know what to do with information, so that's why they do have counselors and psychiatrists and um therapists because they 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 take an oath to keep things confidential, so I'm not saying go out there, and just tell the world and everything. I did it because. I wanted to make a statement and a declaration to me first of all to myself that I am not the unaddressed traumas that I lived that is not me and that's why it was so it was easy for me to say those things because those things that past, those fears do not define me, nor will I give them place to hijack my future anymore. And a lot of times we have to be bold in that because we can be 70 years old, 80 years old, 90 years old, wishing we could have, should have did it and never do because now it's too late. Um Also, that people have to stop holding other people hostage to their past. Things happen. We don't know why things happen to people. We weren't there. We just know this is the byproduct. A lot of us are living out symptoms of things that happened to us in the past, and it was never corrected. And really, a lot of times, it's just about love. Nobody teaches you how to love yourself when you've already been beaten, you know, beaten down, because there's not really, um, there's not a remedy. There's, it's, it's just, it takes time. It's it's another learned um, behavior that you're going to have to teach yourself and start loving yourself and building up your confidence and whatnot until you get to the point where you say, I don't care what anybody says. Because right. in order for you to get where you need to go, you're going to have to deal with um, your your secrets, your se- your skeletons, um, you know whatever they want to call them. You're gonna have to deal with them to get where. You- well, if you want to get where I'm trying to get, but sometimes right. it dictates that you have to let go of all of that to get to where you're going. So I'm, I just got tired carrying it. <laughs> oh,
2: wow, wow. So what was your biggest battle of really opening it up? You know, you know, being able to open up to the world and tell them the truth about your life like that. Because there's a lot of things that I seen on stage this is to be like that's kind of deep for you to like, and I know everything you did on your play was was wasn't uh, a made up story what what courage did you get to just tell the truth like that? Where did you get you it know, from the
0: courage,
3: i you know i'm I'm always been the one who would be. Um, the protect protector. Um,
2: right.
3: If I hear somebody else uh, tell me, you know, so and so did such and such, I'm going to be the one who's going to go protect that person because I just feel like we shouldn't be bullied and um, different things. And I've heard young women come to me and tell me their story. And it hurts because nobody was there to protect them. And right. Somebody has to champion for these people because we grow up feeling hurt, unsafe, unprotected, and then we be adults and then we try to tell other people what has happened to us, and then, you know, we get vulnerable and then we're unprotected. So there's got to be safe places, safe people that you can go to. I believe I'm one of those. I believe that. You know, once I really get what I want to, there's going to be a place where people can come and just sit if they want to sit, sit and cry, sit and talk, Um, share what they're going through, because you have to go through those things to get to the other side. You know, you can't keep it bottled up for the rest of your life. You're going to have to get, get it out of you. So I just believe finding a safe place to be able to sit and rest and um, you know, grow and learn and, and relearn yourself and relove yourself, so that you can get on to back into purpose. Because as long as you're sitting there, you're not you're not functioning in purpose. Sorry, um, you may be doing some stuff, <laughs> but Pur- not purpose.
2: purpose. For the uh, is that we happen. We have-
3: I'm losing you. Hello. Yes, man, I got you.
2: Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like I said, this thing going real but our purpose is to keep going in this level, right?
0: Yeah.
2: OK, and what is it that what how was you able to get people to believe in your story to move with you, move with you like you're moving? You know what I mean? Because I um, see your crew. You know what I mean? And, and, okay. and I know how hard it is to get people to come support you. You know? Um,
3: um, wow. That's a good question. I just told them what I was doing. I put out uh, last October, I believe. Yes, it was last October. I put out an email asking people to come along and support me in the vision that I believe God wanted me to do and i told him it's a play i gave him all the details first meeting was in november and i think we had about 10 people show up and a couple more people joined in and believe me it that was history then once they got you know on board it was you know it was rough because there were some days when i was like i don't know what i'm doing i don't think i'm supposed to go this way but I knew I had people following me, so I had to still take the lead, you know, and really pray and get before God. And as things started opening, they trusted me because they, some most of them knew me. Um, so they were like, we're gonna go there and support you. But as we got closer, we started seeing more results. That's when the magic really started happening because they really got on board um they were doing things they had hadn't done before we were we were doing i mean it it really is amazing to see how god opens doors um right especially when you don't even see it we were at the ledge many times and we just go this is far we can go and then boom get a call and then this would open up and then this would open up and I mean, then the momentum got him and going. But the momentum started going, and then it was like we couldn't stop. It was like we got to get, we got to finish, we got to finish. You know, so I don't know if it was. I just believe that they all believed in the vision and they wanted to support me in doing it, and they all fit. It they all right. just fit. If you see, they all just fit. You know, so. They, all I asked that everybody was to use what they had. If they were good at one thing, just use it. Can you just please give me a hundred percent? That was it. I didn't, you know, put pressure on them to do things they couldn't do. Just use whatever you say you're going to do. I need you to give me hundred percent. And they were doing it. And it it was amazing as I was too, you know, so it wasn't like. No, it showed. I I mean, it it actually
2: showed. Yeah, it actually showed, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, and I didn't move up my seat. I, hey, I had to use the bathroom. I didn't even want to go miss. I had to hold it the whole play. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. But that's, you know what I'm saying? I had to. I had to sit there and watch it. You know what I mean? It was a very good experience seeing, watching. And the most unique thing that I saw, I saw, I saw you throwing the suitcases out the big suitcase.
0: Hmm.
2: You know what I mean, and that's the whole pet peeve. What I think about the stage play. Everything else was wonderful, but it's about how you able to have a big suitcase. It's kind of like one of his, one of those magical guys that do magic. He, he, you know, he give you this big box. Then you go in there, and you think you got a gift, and you go in, there and he got another box, and then right. you go in there, and you go in, and he got another box. You got about right. 20 boxes then the, the smallest box is so tiny it can fit in the palm of your hand and it's like I that's what it took me to it took me to that level of of thinking you know and that's what it is is basically you being able to think like you said you have to think for yourself you have to help yourself Right and you're in a, really in a mental is almost you got to put yourself in prison and know you're not going to get right. out that's what you have to do you have to yeah. put yourself against the wall and think that it's like maybe 10 lions going to eat you alive you got to find a way out. You got to find a way. You got you to stop these way lions way from keeping up. But it's a way That's out. It's right. a way you can get the lions it, off of you.
0: Yes.
3: Well, the good thing, what you were saying was really good because what I wanted to show is that how the, in the suitcase actually was a depiction of a lot of times we say it's one thing but it's actually a a, a accumulation of other things. And towards the end, you see the smallest little bag I had was the trust that was broken, you know, way, way back. And so many times we carry excess baggage and we think, oh, we'll put down this and we'll put down that. That's real cute. Those are the easy ones, but it's the ones that are deeper, the ones that are embedded, the ones that, you know, sometimes we hide, you know, at night. we we deal with because we do deal with this kind of stuff, you know. And at any time, the good thing is that the door is open. A lot of us, I know for me, I've kept myself in prison for some time because I've kept myself in bondage because I didn't think or believe I was enough the way I was. I didn't, you know, believe. I just didn't. And as I worked through it, each one of them. And I mean, and you may work through one and got to go back and deal with another one. And then you deal with that one and realize, uh oh, there's another one. You know, but the confidence right. came in. Like again, like I said, we're only dealt a hand. We're dealt one hand. And some of it is tragic, some of it is good. Whatever your hand, the cards that were dealt to you, you're going to have to yeah. learn how to play them to win. You're going to have to. And like I said, my.
2: But you're my, not gonna get a deck. Um, Cause the whole thing is, you're not gonna get another deck. You're not gonna no. get another deck. So you got to, you have to play with the cards you got. Like you're saying, you're not gonna right. get another deck.
3: Right. And even if I get, even if I threw a card in and said, okay, let me get another card. Suppose I had four bad cards, and then you hand me another card that it says, here's a million dollars. But because those other four are so jacked up. I don't even know how to manage the, the million dollars so what good is it giving me another another card
2: right right
0: you
3: know so what is your
2: next plans for your play what is your next plans for your play i mean what really are your next plans because i know i mean southwest is a great spot well, i can see you somewhere like uh the palladium i can Ooh. see somewhere like yeah i'm telling you i'm really because it's so Demanding on what you're doing, not even on what you're doing. It's just the factor on what you do, on what your 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 uh, your statement is. Your you know it's a profound mm-hmm. situation. What you're doing up there. I mean, you like that young man said. He said you changed his life. That those that are yeah. deep words from a man to, to come up to that a stranger and say you changed my life. That yeah. is just like. Yeah. He had to be going through something. And he had to see something, not in your acting, yeah. but he saw something for real. He didn't he ain't come there for the play. He didn't come there for the stage play. He came there to learn. No. He heard the realness. Well, you got right. some people and, that in your audience that just came for the play and they like the play. They don't even know it was real stuff. A lot of people came there, don't yeah. even know it's real. A couple of people in there don't know it was real. They just think you was up there acting.
3: Right. No, but here it is,
2: is. You got this real. one individual in there, yeah. you know, that actually articulated yeah, what you was doing
3: oh yeah there, and he wasn't the only one i had a few ladies that were in domestic violence situation in a domestic household and said hey miss maria i got to get rid of my excess baggage because see what i wanted everyone to walk away especially the ones who are dealing with you know things that are at the essence, they need to deal with it, is it starts right. with you. You're the one right. holding it. You're the one attracting. If you're attracting, you know, bad into your life, there's some things you got to correct. You know, um, you know, for me, I, I know that w- one time I didn't even get into, I really didn't get into a lot of the things, but one thing that I did notice is that, you um, You know being molested at a young age and uh you start attracting that same person in your life so it shows up in relationship after relationship and for me the last one i was like i'm done i don't know what i've been doing but i know whatever you know i'm doing to attract this i need to stop because i did not want to keep repeating that same cycle of abuse right. in my life.
0: Right. You know. Right, and right. It, right. It, it's
3: not the other person. I mean, they need to take, you know, account of their actions. yes of, of course. Me. Of course. Yeah. But what if what am I doing? What am I allowing in my life? And why am I allowing it? It's because I didn't want to wait. I didn't think I deserved it. You know, I think this about me. I think that about me or um that's the only way I know love is somebody is knocking me upside my head or calling me outside of my name. Is that love to me? I had to examine all of that because I was like, oh no, this is not love. I don't like this. <laughs> uh-uh, I don't. Uh uh-uh, I don't like this. And then we bring our children into it, and we have to. We just have to stop. We really just have to stop. And, change, like I said, change your mind about the situation. Just know that you're better. You're better than where you're at. And even if you're in a good place, you're still better. You can still reach for more, you know, until you right, keep right, pushing, right. pushing, and then you're attracting those things into your life. The good, the good love, that's why I say I want good love. That kind of love is not going to put me down. That kind of love is going to put me up and support me. You know just like my team it was like wow this is this is deep i could cry i will cry when i hear them telling me you know in excitement what they accomplished in their life by even supporting me you know because it wasn't just for me it was for everybody whatever you put in right because a lot of people
2: because i can see that you know like you say your reflection is like a ripple effect There's a couple of people are in your circle going through something too (laughs) Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm mean, I'm just that's just logical. That's just my logical thought. I'm not saying, "Oh, I can tell who was going through some stuff." I mean, it's just logical. You got 20 so people there on stage. You acting out your real life. They just came to the table to help. You know they are leading your story. Somebody around that circle going through the some some of the same things you're going through. Just like a lot of the people in the audience went through the same thing yeah. and going through something right now. Just like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, would you would you could you turn this into a movie, you think?
3: You know what <laughs> I, you, okay let me t- let me be honest with you, yes, okay, I didn't expect it to be a play. I actually just thought it was a presentation that I would give to um, women in support my support group to help them get through. Um, God said a play because he wanted me to put it in a theater. Because we do a lot of things in church, but we miss people who don't go to church. So he wanted it to be a ministry tool where not only am I reaching out to people who might go to church, but people who do not go to church. And those would be people like in the shelters, people who have been incarcerated, um, newly released, uh, women that are out on the street. you know, those we need to minister to them and um a movie i don't know i guess it
2: could i know i know no movies, i know because it's, <laughs> it's deep it's deep it's that's a life channel that's a life channel movie that's one of those you know some not a life because life you kind of like killing people and stuff so i ain't talking about yeah. like the life states so i apologize for that but um uh, just like what like an Oprah Winfrey station, you know, they can make it real softly. And this turns into, and because it's so, like I said, I want to connect you with the mental health department, me personally, because I think it's over <laughs> what's 11 million people in the population. It's a, it's a million, pe- 11 million people that's un, up under the county's jurisdiction, you know what I'm saying? To, to yeah. be up in a mental state of mind and homelessness and all that, all that together, it's 11 right. million people that, that's up under contract. And, and, and I'm just looking at it like, People need help. And it's just more than just counseling. You know what I'm saying? It might take an hour right. of watching the play. It might take an hour of watching a play.
3: You know what? Okay. Instead, yes, of, going to, instead text- of going
2: to a six-month treatment.
3: Right, there you go. So I got a text from my, one of my team members, my, my, my partner right here. She says, just say yes to a movie. And she said, it could be a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know yeah, what? Honestly, what I would see it see instead of like, um uh, what are the movies? You know how they have the oh god, the movies on, and everybody's telling about their life and all of that stuff. Let's let's get rid right. of that and and use this use that hour as a documentary to help other people who, give them examples because sometimes. We don't get help because we don't have an example to show us what it looks like. I didn't have an example Mm. for some of those things. I didn't have an example of a good marriage, what a good marriage was. I could never be a good wife because what I've seen was not that wasn't good. In fact, I said, uh, if, if marriage looks like that, I don't want it. Because you don't have an example I now know what an example looks like. I have examples now, and I know what I would want to expect in it. But for a long time, I was like, and even in a relationship, I was never going to be that white because I didn't understand who I was. I didn't understand love. You know what? Understand- that's, that, that's
2: really deep, though. That's, that is really deep, you know, because I probably, I, I don't know. You're going to make me uh do my little one-man <laughs> stage tonight because it's like... Cause- that's like, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you got to be honest when you're talking honestly. You mean that's probably why I was going to be a good, actual a good husband because of what I saw as my mother's husband. You get what right. I'm saying? Right. You know right. what I mean? I, right. Hey, hey, all men go to the same school, but we, we had have, we have the same teacher, but we go to different schools. That's a whole different thing about right. it. You know, and I'm like right. sitting here listening to you say that. And we do, as you know, as we grow, we become developed. like I want to be a drug dealer before I was a drug dealer. You know what I mean? Honestly, I actually yeah. used to look out my window across the street at the guys that was selling drugs and wish I was a drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, so I like what they was doing. They was adults. They was right. young. They was guys my age, but they didn't have to go home when the lights came on. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so I wanted, an I wanted to be a drug dealer. I wanted to be a drug because I see them guys yeah. want it. To have them, I mean, they was having stuff. So I understand yeah. what you're saying. I appreciate that, that you letting the world know how they can actually fix themselves and they can work with theyself. Um This is Compton Politics but- Talk Radio. And I just wanted to do a little commercial just real quick. This is Compton Politics sure. Talk Radio, T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, worldwide. Uh, you can tune in, go to www.T25CL.com. You can see right there. Right behind me, Compton Politics, Breaking on a Cycle of Hatred, Breaking on a Cycle of Hunger, Breaking on a Cycle of Mental Health. Um, what is it that, uh, I'm about to go to some guests, because I don't want to just have people holding on, you know, people get yeah. bored. Hold on thank you. Let me see what it
0: yeah. is.
2: Hello, hello, hello. This is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We have Ida on the line. What the of questions do you have for your, I'm sure you know her. What's your name? Where are you from? Hello, I'm a 562, I'll come back to you. I don't know if you can kick in. Let me go to the 714 number. That's Estella.
1: <laughs> hello. <laughs>
2: hello,
0: this hello, how are, hello Hi, how are you? Hello,
1: Estella, how are you? Hi, I'm <laughs> my partner. <laughs> um, I don't really have any questions. I'm just here to support and encourage and like I always
2: do. <laughs> that's a wonderful thing that's a wonderful. can i ask you one question though
1: sure
2: you part of her you part of her uh her, her um production right
1: yeah i was part of her production advisory team yes
2: okay what made you want to just get involved with, with that did you have i'm just you know because it's just about her plans, it's about what's going on and like i was telling her that i'm sure people on her team which is personal but why is it that you it was made you attractive? Was you, she your friend before this or you met her before after that? And you just loved her story. What made you uh, what attracted you to dealing with her and her play?
1: Well, I've known Marie since so oh, probably 2010, Marie, is that 2010, I think. Um, and we met in a, a program that uh, through a church that we both were affiliated with at the time. Um, the program was called the Joseph business school and so I met her there she was a student in the program but I had other things in common with her and so we developed a friendship after she finished the program and so from that point on and then I saw her do the at the time she called it the presentation I saw her do the presentation in 2014 in the living room and as a friend I believe that when I support, I support my fullest and so um, after that, that night when she did the production, the presentation in the living room, I knew it had potential for some, you know, to impact so many more people. And so when she started talking, and so we maintained our friendship, you know, and, and our friendship grew over time, and then, um, and deepened, you know, and then when she decided that she was ready to do it again and she kept saying presentation i was like it's a production marie no no my presentation i go no no it's a production. <laughs> so then when she was ready and she put the word out you're laughing because you know it's true when she put the word out and and you know her call for volunteers i was already on board i was
0: right there
1: for her because i knew that there was you know I knew it was an endeavor that you know needed more than just her because anything big like that that we're called to do, it's always bigger than what you and I can do individually. We must work together with other people. And so I also believe in paying it forward, because I have big dreams and goals too. And I know that, you know, how I show up is how others will show up for me. It may not even be the same people that Marie worked with, it may not even be Marie. But it will be other people show up for me too, the way I showed up for her. So yeah. that's, there's a lot of parts of it, but it's, you know, our friendship was the biggest part of it. My belief in what she's doing, having seen it before, you know, there's a lot of components of, you know, why I made the decision to jump on board and really show up um, okay. at my fullest potential.
2: For sure, for sure. And I'm sure she appreciated that. And you said in 2010, that's a long time ago. So, you know, you and like Flynn, I appreciate you. You know, like I say, I was just trying to listen, but I had to ask that, that question. Uh, do you mind? I want to go to the next guest real quick. I don't want to leave people on hold. Let me go to 310. Hello, hello. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This comes from Politics. We have our guest, Ida, on the line. Who is this on the line? Do you have any questions for our guest tonight? Hello, I see your number. Who are you? This comes from politics don't be scared what's up I guess they don't want to speak either but you know it's okay we're gonna uh, still let this show go on because it must the show must goes on um That's right. uh, what is your next what is your next move with your play I mean like I said I'm thinking about and we spoke about you know you come doing a presentation for the mental health department there's a lot of different committees but I have one major committee that you can just go in front of and do your presentation. And um, yeah. I, think, I think you can really, really make it happen up there. I really know you can, because they looking for that. I mean, they, I can see them. I can just see them written out the Kodak Theater, you know what I mean, and just oh, pay good. for everybody through this whole system, really, and do a tour, and do certain, because we have from, uh, we have like a uh, something called SAC 1, SAC to SAC 8. You know what I'm saying? And those are specters mm-hmm. of all the millions of people. So I'm just looking at every, every SAC do a tour so you'll go through SAC 1, that's a tour that's probably five big it might be something like a Compton, LA Inglewood, Watts community, you know what I mean, Gardena like right. South Bay community one spectrum, but it's eight of these you got San Gabriel, and Antelope Valley, Palmdale, all of them are SACs and it's all the 11 million people so I can imagine you touching the least 20% of those people you know what i mean and and like i say yeah just go do it. we're gonna go just hook you up to go let you go do a presentation you know what i'm saying okay. and um i mean that's all you have to do is just go out there and do your thing right there in front of them people that got them dineros because they have over 900 million dollars that they're trying to spend to help the society they have been doing a lot of changing you know in the yeah. system of the health department i'm i'm going to give it to them you know what i'm saying i don't know what everybody else know but i would be sitting in there in the meetings Um -hmm. there's a big difference. There's a whole new structure of people that's spiritual, they got conscious minds. Uh, they could not all that old 1905 rules seriously. It got to the point to where they recognized that the reason why it'd been mental health and homelessness because they was going off uh the status, the stats from 1905. You know what I'm saying? I was saying that last year, they was going off that stats. From 1905, because it was only four million yeah. people that was in California at that time, in Los Angeles at that time, and everything they built, they was building up, going up to the sky, you know, skyscrapers. They wasn't mm-hmm. building homes and stuff. Wasn't no homes right. around. And now, right. what? Uh, um, a hundred and something years later, guess what? They were going up under the same protocol call from 1905.
3: Right, right.
2: The same and then- porter call. Yep.
3: And, and so now you know, and go ahead well i was going to say go that ahead. i'm glad they went off the stats but i hope that they are really um vigilant on understanding what those stats produced because people were affected you know by that by not having their own home by losing their job um lot of different situations that cause these mental health issues. We sat down and really had a chance to talk to people, you know, just in homelessness. Um, I try to help homelessness because we—I didn't even get a chance to talk about this, but I had a fire in our home and we lost everything, and we were homeless. Okay, but wow, in my head, because I grew—I knew I was not going to be. I could not take my children and live on the street. I thank God we were, I was able to get a car, a brand new car, because I said, worst case scenario, we got a car to sleep in, but I did everything in my power not to be in a shelter or homeless. But it was hard. It was very hard. I called shelters, I called churches, I called um, everywhere. The person that helped me, and I'll never for, forget her, Janine Heidel on Radio KJLH, and I called her, and I just just said, please, I need help. And she said, baby, hold on, let me finish this, and I'll give you a call back. And she was the one who started the ball rolling for me to get help. And I mean, in it, if you're not quick and you allow the – the initial impact to take you and stun you, you will be homeless. I just was like, I'm not going out like this. (laughs) I I can't go out like this. I got my babies. I can't do this. But when, you know, living in the hotels and everything, I seen people who had just become accustomed to living homeless, They had just, you know, took on this new lifestyle of living this way. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. You know, yeah, we were in hotels. Yeah, we were from this one and that one and this place and this place until I was able to get it together. But I was like, God, why are you showing me this? Because people who get hurt along the way, some of them don't recover. Some of them stay there. They become a product of it. And I do believe it comes from, you know, basing stats people on a statistics that was based in 1905. Oh do you know how much that world has changed from 1905? Come on.
2: Yes. And then yes. you got and, and
3: it out there and
2: to the galaxy. Yeah. To the galaxy now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's to the galaxy right? It's really to the galaxy like we got to wake up. It's to the galaxy right now. You mean they got I seen a guy in one of these uh state of the art buildings downtown. He had a clear laptop. It wasn't no buttons on it. It was just a clear piece of glass. Just a clear piece of glass. And all he was doing was mm-hmm. just touching that screen and things were popping up. He had moved it with his hand. And I was just like, they says, you know, hey, I don't know if he was an alien or what, but this dude had a clear <laughs> yeah. laptop. And it was just crystal like like crystal. And he was just touching it. It was just YouTube, Facebook, everything yeah. that we have on our computers as far as our apps. This was right. on his screen. I mean, just like on that commercial. They have right. a commercial where somebody is walking around. They really have this stuff out here. But we, in the urban community, we're not trying to leave the community and not really trying to learn it, you know what I mean? But it's in our faces, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, just like your play. Your play is new technology. You well, feel what i'm let saying me, let me
0: yeah
3: yep. Yep. let me Go read ahead. this because uh, sometimes i don't i i don't have the words i get overwhelmed and sometimes i don't have the right words but my partner who just got off the phone just wrote she said excess baggage is a type of illustrative lecture because some people learn by doing and some by watching others and watching others experience and the art impact people in different ways than most methods do so for me i learned by watching others and watching others do i was never a student of theory a man can't tell me how to have a baby he doesn't know what it feels like i won't please him I oh my god Okay? <laughs> he can tell me. You said a man cannot this.
0: tell you. That to
3: <laughs> he cannot. Just like a woman who's getting evicted in an abusive relationship with kids and have nowhere to go, would not talk to anybody at the school or anybody else because they already know. They don't know what it feels like. And those those mothers would come to me. And you know what? I knew what it felt like, and I can tell them, you need to go do this and that, and you need to go talk to this one. I don't want you going down there crying. I don't want you yelling. I want you to write it. When you put it in writing, they have to honor it, okay, because they know automatically African-American black people, we're emotional. So go on and give them emotions and whatnot. You walk out, they do nothing. But if you put it on paper, they have to address it. I know what right. it feels like when you look in the refrigerator and you don't know where you got to feed your babies and you don't have anything. And I was just like, I can't, I no, no, we got to stop this. So theory doesn't work. Somebody who has never been homeless can't tell me how not to be homeless. Just doesn't work for me. Cause I'm looking at you like, you must think I'm
2: crazy. I you a question so, though. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you a question. Let me see if I'm on or off. Hold on, I think I'm off, hold on. Um, something that you just said, you said a person that never been homeless can't tell you nothing about homelessness. You said a person that don't know about, uh, what else you said. you said something else. But at the same time, it's kind of like, what if a person went to college and studied and got a degree in homelessness got a bachelor's degree in homelessness, but never been homeless. Do you think that person is qualified? Do you think that person is really qualified to help a homeless person?
3: I think he's qualified to help, but I don't believe he has the compassion or the empathy to help because he doesn't know what it feels like. How can you, you know, I see people all the time and, You know, you don't know what it feels like. So how can you truly help? You can give them a bunch of theory, and they'll go, oh, man, I did that. Yeah, I went down to social services, and they treated me like crap. What does that feel like? He didn't have to experience that. How many times people, you know, I know I don't like it. It, it, I don't want to get, you know, feel like crap every time I'm going down there asking for help. I wouldn't like going that over there repeatedly by someone who's telling me with a degree that, you know, you go do this XYZ and you can have a home. And when you get to X, they treat you like dirt and now you walk out thinking, Am I going back for Y? No. So okay, so you get enough courage, you go back for Y and then they treat you like dirt or they run you around and you know, look, I'm out in the street. You know, I might have my kids with me. I got to make sure they're in school or we got to get food or we got to get to the shelter by a certain time. We got to get over here to get food and whatnot. Do you think I'm going to keep doing that? I hope not. Well, I wouldn't. But if you or somebody who knows the ropes, somebody who has been homeless or been in that situation to say, okay, baby, this is what I need you to do. I don't need you to quit. Tell me how I can help you, okay? You need your kids to go to school. We, we can get you a ride to get the kids to school, but you got to be back here to pick them up. We'll take you down here to social services and we go talk to this person to get you assistance here. See, that's what's going to help us. We as black people, we're, we, we, we touch, we feel.
2: Right. On hands. So
3: on hands. And that's why our our community is affected a lot of times is because people don't we touch, we feel, we learn differently. We see things differently. Yeah, we might get it on some, but for the most part, help help us because I don't I'm not analytical. If you give me a bunch of words and stuff like that, I'll be sitting up just looking at you like mm hmm. But get up there and start singing. How do our kids react? They learn their ABCs to the dancing. You know, got to tell them to sit down and learn their, their names. But the music, the the colors, artists, all of that through the arts. That's who we are. Yes, that's how we got. I believe get. that, and that's how. Yeah, and and that's how you help. Not. So much that you help us like that, but you have to realize that we learn differently and we're affected differently. Uh, trauma affects everybody different; every culture different. The problem we have in our community is we don't have a good support system. That when a man is down, we can't help him up because we we one step from being down. We won't take paycheck from being out. That's the only difference, other communities support one another, support that mother and whatnot, come together and, you know, take care of the kids and whatnot while the mom is going to find a job and get a job, or they even know play. Like, you go down there and get a job, they'll hire you and stuff. We don't have a strong enough support system, and the support system they want us on is one of dependency, and that's not going to work because that's never not enough. That's something that's going you know to be
2: yeah, you're yeah. so right because you know I was in the meeting the other day, and and they was talking about how they're doing the, the youth. You know, when they get to a certain age, um, they ain't gonna be able to help them after 21, and it's like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know what I'm saying? it's like a Like it's like you already right. gonna, already know this person at 21 is already having a hard time. You've been taking care of them for three years. Now, thank you. You've just let them go,
3: and they can't. They can't manage. That's like children. The foster care system—they're emancipating them. They're not ready. They don't even—they don't have no. a support system. Right. I mean, even right. families that have been on welfare or the system for generations—you got three generations of families on the welfare system—and you have a teenager who has learned that behavior. They're gonna have a hard time too. They're gonna have a hard time too. Right.
2: Right, reality of course.
3: Has
2: to stick in. Yeah. See, for one, for yeah. one, a lot of people don't understand. Things have changed. Everything has changed. Yeah. Everything. Everything is different. Everything different from five, ten years ago. Everything. Everything. Yeah. The cars. The the man. The bathrooms. Uh, the way churches are different. I mean, there's more spiritual churches and holy churches. You know what I'm saying? Um. Schools are different. The population is different. Everything has changed. Everything has, yeah. there's nothing, your know, sort of plans that you really had years ago about what you wanted. Is you can't, it, there's no way that you can get that done because things have changed from 10 years ago.
0: Right. Things have changed and dramatically
2: it, all the way around. You know, the way the, right. the, the law is, look who the president became. You know what I'm saying? It's Thank like, you. it's crazy. Everything is in the yep. open now. You know what I'm saying? It's like yep. people think everything used to be hidden and you didn't know. Look, today was the first day of Indigenous Serving Day. They canceled out Christopher yep. Columbus Day. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Things is not the yep. way it used to be. It's not even Christopher yep. Columbus Day really allowed in, in, in the United States no more. It's mm-hmm. no more. But now... Um, but, they but, look how long they yeah, but look how
3: long they taught us. That it was
2: Christopher Columbus Day. Look how long it took. Wow, that's that's a mental health problem. There you That's mentally, right? They and this is our government. This is our society that's Thank doing you. this to yeah. us. So if they're doing, if so, if they line about Christopher Columbus, O M G. Mm hmm. A... Really? So we got to really open up our eyes, ears. Mouths and nose, so we can smell, taste, and feel, and see in here. We we have to do all those things just to capture one thing, just to capture them saying one thing. We've got to use all that just to hear them say something one time. But if you don't use your ear, if you don't use your eyes, if you don't use your nose, if you don't use your mouth, is not going to be able to hear anything you can't leave them, you, nope. can't leave them not, you cannot leave none of those out unless god took those away from you but if you have all those yep. you got to use all those just to catch what she just said right there and i have to use all what i have to use to capture what she just said is that one word and that's what we have to do we have to use our minds bodies and soul nowadays it's not like yes. it used to be it's not it's it's the nope. kids is more wilder we used to be wild, but these kids is wild. They think they've been here already. You can't tell them nothing. I I mean, man, don't for real. So those are the things that uh, uh, uh that across this uh this world would have anything. Let me see if anybody else wanna say anything. Let me just do an open forum. So they're gonna on in here. Let me see what's going on. All right, now this is open form, and I know some quiet people out there, and I know some loud people out there. We're looking for the loud people out there. So can somebody come in and talk to the guests if you'd like to I know something and, you know, she didn't sit and touch something about what you going through or something. This ain't no church radio show or nothing, but this is about uh, really breaking a cycle of hatred within yourself. You know, that's what it's really about. This is not about nobody else. This is what she's done. She's done something for herself. You know what I mean? She didn't, she's telling her story. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm sure somebody's on the line that has, you know, questions, and don't be scared to ask, because this is free. See, information is free. This type of information is free. A lot of times you got to pay. You got to pay for satellite radio. You're right. You know what, you know what I mean? That's right. You got to pay for satellite radio, and this is the same type of format. I'm. This is, you know, Jamie Foxx show. You know, but this is Compton politics. You know, you can have fun, crack jokes. You Know you can cry, you can laugh, but I just want to let Ida know that you know, I know there's people out here in the world really appreciate what you're doing, and I think uh, you need to get this out on them across the country, really, to be honest with you. It's across the country project, um, and I think you can do well, it. I- Go ahead, yeah.
3: I want, uh, we as a team, we were thinking, or we really put some, um. <sighs> vision out there to actually take it to Africa, Brazil, Fiji, there are people around the world that need this. There are women, especially in Africa who are going through horrific abuses and things and they just need somebody to support them in there, go there and just teach, you know, teach them what we know, you know, all different colors, you know, nations and whatnot. So we want to be there just as a piece to help build incur- and encourage and um, build up confidence in women and men. Uh, it's not just a woman's thing, um, but men, if you're attracted to women, you got to know what th- we go through. Right. And women too, both, right. both of us, you know, because the women are raising the children. You don't want a, a broken woman raising your sons. You know, it's bad and hard enough. We're raising them, but now you hurt and broken and everything, and then you mad at a man, and you're going to raise your son to be a man? No, that's not going to – you're going to hurt him. You're going to hurt him, and he's going to grow up feeling a different kind of way because you were hurt and didn't get the help that you needed. Right,
0: right, you right. You know,
3: raising. So, yes, it's something. And then also I wanted to say one thing, too, is what I find – that you brought that up. If you had said Jamie Foxx was on here and they were going to do something comedic and everything, I'm sure a lot of people would be on the line. And I I, I love Jamie Foxx, as a matter of fact, but I think so many times, I don't want to make this a entertainment, a piece of Of course, of course, because it's
2: not entertainment. It's not entertainment. This is right. life-changing. This, this is not this funny is what- at all.
3: Right. This is not funny. There's funny parts in there, but the reality is, we we're we're dealing uh, dealing with some issues that we can't laugh about anymore. That we can't, you know, just put under the rug and hide and be in denial because it affects all of us. It affects all of us, and it's you know, just in my life. I mean, walking around hurt and mean and angry these things i had no business doing but it affected everybody who you looking at what you think you're looking at right. how many times you go to the store and you see somebody like that you're like ooh, that's affecting
2: of course yeah i see that all the time i yeah. mean i'm like i said i walk yeah. four or five miles a day so you can imagine the mm-hmm. people i come across all day long that i yeah. really have to sit, stop and talk to you know what i mean yeah. and and, and the, the, the people i run into is just so I mean they'd be so happy that somebody stopped by and talked to them with a great intellectual conversation right. you know because yeah. most people in the streets that live in the streets are evil minded people because they so yeah they don't trust nobody you know what i mean yeah they, yeah they don't and it's like i run into people and then i run into i run into like three four guys last week just walking just doing my daily walk and ran into one Latin guy that he was drunk and it was just how I can help people by walking. If I drove the car every day, I wouldn't be able to help the people I help, you know what I mean? Because I will pass them up. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So a lot of people that call themselves helping people in these streets, if you're not walking these streets, you're not really helping nobody. Right. I mean, I'm not saying you're not helping nobody, but to really get to the, the fact of the issue. You have to hit the streets. That's like a hustle. Right. Only way you're gonna make your money, you got to hit them streets. You got to hit those streets to get your money, to save lives. You have to hit those streets. You got to hit the streets because only way you're gonna get that to get that energy out there to touch people's lives, you got to cross the street, you got to go to the stores, you got to stop at the stoplights, you got to get out, you got to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they do over there the century and Western. They give out water to people to where you helping somebody. But at the same time, yeah. when, is, when are you going to do your play again?
3: We haven't, we haven't come up. A couple of people have approached us about, you know, taking it to different places. But we yes. need to sit down and um, quantify everything because it takes money. And we did this. Actually, Lorenzo, we did not have a dime. We did not
2: have a dime. It did not look like it. it look like y'all had a rent. I mean, whatever. I mean, you had nope. God. Now you yeah. have spiritual. Look, y'all got money in your spiritual bank.
3: We did not have a dime when we started. We did not have a dime. What until what June or July? Yeah, we did not have a dime. It just maybe came.
1: even
2: uh, later. Who is that out there? Wait a minute. Who done who, done, who done creeped this up is in Stella. here? This is a
1: seller. Sorry, sorry. Okay. This is a seller. It might have <laughs> even been later than that. that we yeah. and and you're right, Lorenzo, we do have favor in the spiritual bank and it's called favor.
2: <laughs> yes. And I mean, you know, we and that's money. so mm-hmm. you got unforgettable. It's no price between y'all money in that spiritual bank. Because it's enough of y'all yeah. that did enough goodness to where y'all have multiple tools of money of spiritual ways, of spiritual blessings. A lot of people don't understand that you need money in your spiritual bank, you know, and it don't have nothing to do with no religion. You know what I'm saying? We all had our spiritual connections inside with our mother before we was even born. So we already know about spiritually being connected, you know, because we are the spirits. And that's the whole thing about it. We are actually the spirits on earth. And we have to start recognizing that, you know, look how we glorify each other by helping each other by assisting mm-hmm. each other. I, I'm happy that I've been so happy all week knowing I was going to interview you, Ida. You get what I'm saying? The energy. <laughs> really? Come on now. I'm happy. I was happy yeah. I talked to you and Say, said, oh, you, when, you, when I got a message this morning, is the show still going on? I was happy. I was excited. You know, money was, this money was really, I'm, I'm saying the movement that goes on on what you do, you don't never know the ripple effect on what you do for people on how happy other people be right. for who you are. You know what I'm saying? I don't know yeah. how happy, like people on my Facebook Live right now listening and looking and waving and stuff, but I don't know how happy they are to listen to just saying, oh, I can't wait till Lorenzo's, I don't know, I'm just hypothetically speaking. Oh, I can't wait till Compton Politics come on. It's the little things that mm-hmm. make your day excited. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't take big things. It's just, like I say, this is Monday Night Football. So people can be watching a football game right now. You get what I'm saying? But at the same time, Ah, uh, what makes you so interesting that someone is interested in you and want to get mm-hmm. close to you? I don't mean, in no funny way. I mean, but just want to get be around you. You know, want right. to see what you doing. Want to watch what you eating. Not in no funny way. You feel what I'm saying? Then mm-hmm. that's the way life is, people want to be around good people. They want to know what you eat because they want to be, you might eat healthy. They might want to just be ready to learn what you eat but not even telling you, but they done got yeah. your, they don't stole your diet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to wonder, how did you lose weight? Because I started eating like you. I watched what you've been eating for the last five, you know, that type of stuff, you know? Uh-huh. Um, people really fix themselves around positive people. You know, some people come around you, just around you. Positive. It ain't even about your stage play. It ain't about what you've been through. They see something about you, Ida, that's so gracious that they just want to learn. We're really that they just want to learn how to be something like you. I mean, I'd be like that. If I see somebody not kind of like the not the swag, but I like they get down, I want to kind of get their game a little bit. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, you know, I like that. I mean, I can fit in, I can man, they need more than one person. <laughs> You know what I mean? So that's why I was asking you, know, do you think you can help me with my one-man stage My my one man stage play? I don't know what that's going to be, but you inspire me not to say you just changed my life, but I think I can get up there and do it. I
1: know you Well, can. I can open up for uh, you. Well, look,
2: well, I can open up for you when you get bigger. absolutely can. Absolutely, Lorenzo. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just, it. yeah, I will. I'm not scared. I got a story to tell, but they ain't going to take nothing from it's yours. It's just going to add on to it. That's all it's going to do. Add on.
3: Well, what we're going to do is at some point, I want to have the excess baggage monologues where we can introduce people that I've met along the way. Because okay. I, can, I can only tell my story, but there's other people that have stories similar to mine, but from a man's point of view, what does that look like? You know, oh, that's what I'm trying
2: to tell you. Good Lord. Yeah. What, from a an honest man, though. Is, it's got to be an honest man. Yeah, it's got to be an honest a, man some, with an honest yeah. story. Yeah.
3: yeah. And it, it has to be authentic. It has to be genuine. And because people respond to truth. That's what it is. It's not all the other stuff. And yes, there's celebrities and whatnot, but they identify with truth. So, what does it look like for a man? So, when you know, if you do yours, and like you said, you come out with your your stuff. Oh, this is what a man, and even for a woman, because now we can see. Wow, this is what a man looks like when he's doing this and that, or he. This has happened to him, and this is how it plays out in relation. Well, you know,
2: I, I really do feel that I'm, I'm gonna give you a um a copy of my. I have 54 chapter of my book. I have 54 chapters in my book and i'm gonna let you read it all the way from me like my yeah I, I think you need to read it This to seek and i'm just saying just let me be the first resume you looked at as a man's story as uh, other men out there, i hope that you do look at you know what i mean but at least let me be the yes. first one you know just okay. check me out check mine out you know i appreciate it and just mm-hmm. tell me what you think if it's not a, if it don't fit your your concept tell me what i can do with it you feel what i'm saying because everything you don't have to fit with what you do. You might have another dynamics of another idea where a man can take it to, not on the level you do, right. but you might have something else. Because I do have an interesting um, life story. You know what I mean? And it needs okay. to be told. And the reason why I haven't it
0: did it, I, I haven't
2: found somebody I can trust to tell it to.
0: Oh, see,
3: see, okay. You know,
2: that's the whole thing I'll about life is having to trust somebody. Yeah,
3: so, but you trust yourself. so you tell it to yourself and and a lot of times it's just you know for me it was just like hey just take it let's go because i just see that other people were really interested in it and were uh, affected you know some change in, and and want to make some changes in their life you know so it it's right. like no it needs to be bigger because you know we've got to stop a lot of times we have what god has already placed in us what he wants us to do but we do it so small you know well can i ask you a question
2: why is that because you know that's where i'm stuck at i don't do things small i do it big but i cheat myself i cheat myself all the time
3: how do you cheat yourself
2: that's what i haven't figured out I haven't figured All it out. Right. I, I don't. I don't know if I need to get rid of my excess baggage. See, that's what I'm trying to say. It's a lot of <laughs> things, really, to be honest. Because it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff that I do want to talk about to somebody. But I'm one of those guys. I do know. I'm one of those people. Don't want to exactly. be labeled. I don't want to be labeled. Because I'm very fun. I'm function. I'm. I'm functionable. Uh, there's nothing wrong with me. I don't think you feel what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, my all right. everything work on me from head to toe, and it's just that I don't want to get to the wrong person and they don't know how to accept and, and stand a lane.
3: Right, and you know that's hard too. But the only thing, you know, what a friend told me because I used to feel like that too, and still do because I'm still protected and vulnerable when I do that. You know, and people will say things or whatnot. But if you get out in front of it, you lead your own parade. They're behind you. So you don't have to look back, even if they are labeling or they're saying that. Guess what? You're out in front. So you don't have time to look back. You know what I'm saying? Um, Okay. Just think about, you know, people, uh, you know, like Tyler Perry. He didn't have no time for people to label him. He didn't care if they labeled him. Look where he's at now. If he had allowed people to say, oh, homeless boy who's been abused and all of this stuff, he wouldn't have did anything. He had to get out in front of it. And we have to take big steps to get where we need to be because when we get out in front of it, guess what? the people the naysayers the people who would try to label us they're behind us lead our own parade and that's where i'm at i'm like you know what lord i'm tired of taking low. i'm always tired of somebody stepping on me putting me down you know because of this or because of that let me get out and lead my own parade y'all want to follow follow but you know what you'll be behind
0: i'll be in front
3: following my vision and y'all be behind that way, the things that you say behind my back or, you know, behind closed doors or whatever, they don't hurt yeah. me.
0: They right, hurt right. me,
3: you know? Right. And how are we to label somebody up? I can't label you. I mean, you've seen my story. How dare I? How dare I think? I was better than somebody else. Like I was talking about, you know, somebody who was on drugs. Oh, okay. No, I wasn't putting drugs in my body, but I w- had anger and that anger fueled everything. That anger right. fueled a lot of different things. And guess what? That anger will kill you. Cause I could have had a heart attack. I could have, I could have done something. I could have hurt somebody in my anger. Anger is tricky. And you know, what difference does it make if you smoke, you know, or whatever? We can't put labels on other people because, believe me, just like I can see what's in me, I can see what's in you too.
0: Right. And for sure. usually,
3: people who want to label you, they got some problems of their own because out of the heart, out of the abundance of the mouth, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Because how can I identify what's in you unless it's in me?
2: Right. You know, and that's a lot of things. I run into a lot of people that don't want to go talk to certain people because they don't want to be labeled. They don't want to be stigmatized. Yeah. They don't want to be have people stigma, put stigma on them. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah. I feel them on that because that's what American people, that's what people do. They find out information about you, they act like they're your friend. Mm-hmm. When they get opportunity and you don't do something that they that you that you that you don't, you yeah. know, and they going they're gonna tell the world, they got all this media, they're gonna yeah. blast you out. And that's why a lot of people don't yeah. do it. You know what I mean? And even yeah. don't want to be, I mean, don't want people don't want to be labeled. ADD, HD, yeah. bipolar, uh, post-traumatic yeah. stress. You know, some people but don't want you, to be labeled but, that stuff.
3: But you know what? Okay, let me be honest with you. Okay, I don't want to be labeled, but if you are bipolar, you need to get help. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 lady, no, no, no. I understand what about. you're saying. I don't want to be, you know... <laughs> <laughs> some of us have some issues. You need to get help. Come on. I don't want to be labeled. I don't want to be this and that. Yeah, uh-uh. I don't want to uh-uh. be labeled.
2: No, be- no, 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 no. I know I know about 100 people right now is not going to go down there and get labeled. So there's a bunch of 100 crazy people right now walking around in one community. And they got okay, sense. But they- but they- <laughs> yeah.
3: But they just got to, okay, so somebody needs to, that somebody needs to figure out a combination that can work for them to unlock where they're at. Okay. I understand. Yeah, but, the you know what?
2: but you know like- what, but you know what I was talking about? I'm speaking of, I'm not speaking on some me as far as a crazy person. I mean, the things I went through, like when I was there, when, right. you know, the epidemic of crack cocaine, I'm right there on the spot when it was broken down and when it's created. I mean, that meant, I mean, that right there, you know, dealing with so much money, uh, going to prison, um, mm-hmm. Go. Well, I'm just saying, like going to Jim Jones' church, being a sinner. I went there one time, and I never want to go up in that. Never want to go to that church again, ever, ever. Just those moments, you know what I'm saying? Seeing, yeah. seeing a family war at five years old. Seeing your mama get stabbed. Yeah. Seeing, uh, you know what I'm saying? A street, your teacher getting raped by a guy in first grade. I mean, they don't. Wow. No, but you get what I'm trying to say. No, I ain't had yeah. no first responders. Nobody came and said, Hey, let me sit down and talk to you about what you went through. When yeah. them 30 kids, when them 30 kids seen that one man walk in that class at Manchester Elementary and, let the, and seen that man rape that teacher in front of a first grade class, what type of state of mind do you think half of these kids are in right now today? You know what I'm saying? Wow. What type of state yeah. of mind from what what that was 48 years ago for me? You know what I mean? So that's, and I'm listening, I'm still talking about that today. Yes. I'm still talking about, I mean, it's a vision. So, but I never had first responder. I never really sit down and talk that out, even though you you understand what I'm saying? I never talked out how I really felt when I saw my mother get stabbed and, you know what I mean? Uh, Going to San Quentin for five years to go visit uh, 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 my stepfather. You know what I mean? Every, every, and just going through that system at five years old. I mean, that's the why I probably ended up in prison, because I was going to the San Quentin at five years old, doing a family mm. visit, doing family yeah. visits at five. So yeah. of course I was prone to go to prison, not blaming yeah. nobody. You know, I do my baggage out yeah. on that one, but I'm just, you know, speaking yeah. some real stuff on on what yeah. some, sometimes you never know what a person go through in life or where so they at today. You know right. what I'm saying? Uh, and that's what well, I'm saying. My think- story is a cold story.
3: But I can offer you, because like I said, I am a personal development coach, and okay. anything that you say to me is confidential.
2: I would never, yeah. ever
3: say, oh, wow,
0: you know, this and
3: that. Well, hey, look, well, it, it ain't I'm
2: confidential about- now, because I'm on Facebook Live, and I'm on live radio, right, so I did little. But it's my book, right. though. This right. is my book. I'm talking about my book. Right. You know what I mean? This is being but, my one-man and- show.
3: Again, getting it out and being able to talk, just like you said, no one was first responders. Even with me, no one, nobody, nobody said anything. Nobody even said I was sorry. I, you know, if they had even just said that, maybe that might have changed the trajectory of my life. You know, it made me believe more in myself. The things that just kept impacting me just made me feel like I was nothing. And you right. know, so when I felt like that, that's what you do. You know, when you're made to believe you're nothing, you act like you're nothing. You act like what people tell you or call you or say, you know, project about you, you know, until you I have to put God in there. See, because they told me I'd never, one of my counselors told me I'd never amount to anything. And I laugh now because you know why? Because back then, they never knew who I could be. So because right. you didn't have an answer, the best thing you could say was, she'll never amount to anything in your eyes but God. Because God had already knew who I was. I just right. had to catch up with God, with what God was saying about me. So... so-
2: um, I like that. I like yeah. that. I like that when you brought God into that because that is so important. Yeah. You know, I, I have a saying where yeah. I learned something. You know, I go where I go places and I still people saying. I I heard a dude say one time, telling uh, telling tell one of his girlfriends it was one of his house, and and she was bothering him and she was really they always arguing. He told her, "Can you please be quiet so I can hear what God is telling me?"
0: Yeah,
2: and I'm trying to get on. He said I'm trying to get on God's resume. I'm trying to get my name on God's resume. So can you please be quiet so I can hear what God telling me? And I just love yeah. that analogy. I just love that because it makes a lot of sense. And, and you do yeah. have to listen to that whisper when God is really trying to tell you something. He ain't going to tap you something. on the shoulder. He ain't going to throw a rock yeah. at you. He's going to say, yeah. hey, hey, there it is. hey, hey. Mm-hmm. And you got to hear that.
3: And he's going to say, you got to hear it. Get out. <laughs>
2: Get out of the house. <laughs> Get, hey, hey finish, shoot it up. Leave. Leave, boy. Don't jump in that car with that yes. junk, boy. Don't jump in that Thank car. You. Wait a Thank minute. Hold you. up a minute. Stop. Hold him up. Wait. Pause. Pause for a minute. Don't go nowhere. Look, close your door for a minute. You know what I mean? That type of stuff. Yes. Like, no, I ain't going to that club tonight, man. I ain't going to go to that club tonight. No, man. I'll see y'all is. later the next morning. Hey, man, you no. know, they shot the club up i know i'm yes. so glad god told me don't go
3: don't go don't go you know he's always talking we're the ones who have to listen yeah that's the biggest thing he's always talking he's always directing he's always leading we just have to pause to listen
2: and wow then- that's god is always talking we the ones need to shut the hell up because because you-, you know Thank what you. Because he gave us two eyes, so he only gave us one mouth, so why we need to see more than talk more.
3: Thank you. Yep. <laughs>
2: yep. He gave us two noses, gave us two nostrils to smoke, to breathe more than I'm doing to talk. But I'm a radio talk host, yep. so, you know, I got I got a pass for that. <laughs>
3: right.
2: <laughs> I got a license to operate, so I could talk more than anybody.
3: What'd
2: you say? You got a license to operate? <laughs> yeah,
0: you
3: have I got
2: LTO. I got LTOs, license to operate. And that's what you got. You got a license to operate. You're changing lives yeah. though. Like I said, I really appreciate the work you're doing. It's way different than what I'm doing, but I think the world really needs to um, adapt and, and really learn about what you got. You know, you know, I think, I can see you do a hundred city tour, seriously. Gotta to just get a good Woo. marketing team and good branding team. I'm serious because think about it. I got, Mental health is all over the world. Yeah. It's a disease and you got a cure. Mm-hmm you the oh, shot wow. that goes on somebody's body. Oh, Lord. You feel me? Mm. You're the shot that goes on somebody's body. You know how they got oh, the vaccine? You know they how they got yeah. the vaccine? They got the vaccine for a flu? You are the mm. vaccine. You are one of the vaccines for mental health, seriously. And it's proven, and you got one that proven. Thank you. If you can catch that, if you can get that guy to say that on video, you get what I'm saying? And I'm actually, this is what we can do. That same guy that came up to you, I'm actually being uh, producing a documentary. And mm-hmm. I have that guy on video already in my documentary because he heard what I did, the brother to brother discussion for him. And he heard about, I did that. And he came to my house the next morning and he asked for permission. He said, he just heard about what I'd done. He came to my house the next morning and I interviewed him. And I just talked to him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He told me his story. And I and I and I just think that what you're doing, you can come and be involved with my documentary too, if you like to. Because, like you said, you need a, something else to move with it. You need to be seen. You need mm-hmm. to be on. You need just be. People need to see start really seeing who you are on on video. It doesn't have to be on your stage. You can just be interviews. You know where you affiliate yourself. Wow. Who you yourself with. You know, um, uh, just start taping yourself. You know what I'm saying? Start videotaping okay. yourself. Yeah, on a real. because people need to know who you are. Oprah need to know well, who I, you I, are.
3: I did do a videotape for my first time, and I put it on Facebook, and I'm going to do another one because right afterwards, I kind of was, you know, you get wiped out. I had to get my bearings again because it, it's a lot, but now I'm just, like, formulating where do we go now, where do we, you know, how do we quantify it, how do we, you know, because we're going to need more team members, um, you know, to add to it so that we're, you know, covering all our bases so that you know we can walk away with you know different deliverables and things like that. So it it's, it's going to take some time. It's going to take a little yes. bit, but we're we're looking to do it again, um, bigger and better. So, um, you know, I don't know what else to say except we're working. We're working. on But you know, it,
2: it, you don't have to say not, You don't have to say no more. But what I would like for you to do is uh how can people contact you um okay You just tell them a little bit about what you do because this is we you know we went an hour and a half we did great uh we got right. five more minutes so i'm not gonna hold you up but i, I thank okay. you very much for coming back to the show and i'd love to have you again you know just to be on the panel you know what i mean okay. um, i actually remember yeah. having uh, the event on november 17th thanks loving day Remember, uh, we talked about you coming out. Yes. Um, yeah You know, do whatever you want to do, and bring your crew and mm-hmm. what they want to give to the community. If it's right. flowers, T-shirts, water, whatever. If they just want to give some, whatever your crew want to come out and give. You want to get up there and do a five-minute, uh, uh, what you call it? That? What you call? What do you call what you do?
3: The monologue. The monologue.
2: You want to come do your presentation at my,
3: my event you I'm losing
2: you I lost you oh you got me back okay oh, yeah, yeah, that's okay, why I'm now. gonna cut this off a yeah um yeah. I said you can come do a presentation at my mm-hmm. event so i plan to be having like maybe 300 people there from you know okay. I'm gonna give away these turkeys and you know I'm gonna feed the mm-hmm. people and you know, uh, there's gonna be a lot of entertainment and some speakers. It's gonna do open. Remember, we're going I want to do the um, the panel with you on it too, if you don't right. mind.
0: Right. Right. speaking no, On I
2: mental health, I have a couple yeah. of coming to dictators and some consumers and some everybody gonna be. I'm gonna have about six people on a panel. We're gonna go about an hour and a half. And we're gonna just hit it hard for our community, and uh, just okay. do this open forum and Just make it happen you know that's what you can come out and do if you want to be on a panel yeah on november 17th at uh thanks loving day i will invite i'm inviting your whole cast out you know come out and support okay. and we need volunteers there but if y'all want to come there and get y'all a booth and just give out some stuff if y'all come together and collaborative, if y'all come on a collaborative what you want to do mm-hmm. at my event just let me know and is y- y'all welcome to come on out just come to give though because it's about thanks loving day. It's about giving because right. LA are really full of love, but I think we just need a little bit more love. And I'm not just talking about from black folks. We need love from everybody. We need other people's and energy, for our energy can boost up because sometimes black folks, we don't love ourselves. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And could you speak on that right there? That's one of our biggest... Mental issues in our community is that it's black on black crime too much in our urban community. Yeah. What could you give encouragement to our community to stop the violence, uh, stop the, the spouse abuse, stop the blame? And what is it that you can say from your play right now in like three minutes? Because we're going to end after you get done in three minutes. What could you tell the world right now on how to feel better, do- be better, and act better? Um. Start loving
3: themselves. Because when you love yourself, you it's... It would be hard for you to hurt somebody else um, when you love your mother. I know some of our mothers are not have not treated us all the best, but we got to find a way to to love them in spite of um, the things that have happened to us. They don't get to dictate your future. So start changing that right now and loving yourself and take your future where you want it to go. You don't have to stay stuck in that. And you definitely don't have to stay there in a hurt position, hurting someone else that looks like us. And it's not even about color. It's about human race.
0: Right, there we go right there.
3: It's, It's not about a color. Mental health is not about a color. Uh, bad behavior is not about a color, Is no gender, it's bad behavior. It's hatred. Those things have to stop. Those things have to stop. And we stop that with love. When we start loving and respecting ourselves, we learn how to respect other people. That's it. Right, right, right. I ran out of oh, a
2: minute. Okay. I ran out. For me. Yeah. I was trying to go get this. I was going to speak about. Uh, hold on, just give me one second. Hold on, I'm going to speak on something you sure. just spoke. You spoke about, which I think the world needs to know. What I'm going to speak about. Um, hold on, just a moment. Well, you know, sure. internationally, internationally, they trying to pass in legislating um, the story of human rights. Human rights. It's not about civil rights. It's about human rights. There are thirty. Right. There are thirty. International. As far as got something to do with us. It got something to do with us. And I'm pushing this movement too. And I wish and I hope that your your crew hear what I'm saying. We're gonna talk about this at my event. And I sit down and after we get off the phone. I'm gonna tell you more about this because it is so powerful. Because they're trying to pass this. So we can have human rights, and there's 30 human rights that's obeyed by our law. Hmm. You, know, like you know what I mean? You got the march, and Black Lives Matter. You messed with my civil rights. You got to go to court. But when you have human rights, the world is involved. The world is involved right. with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. NATO is coming down. NATO is coming to help you, not the not the FBI. Right. The NATO is going to come down and shut down the FBI. Something wrong to you? I don't know exactly. Uh, I thought I had the book. I thought I had the book with me. I might have gave it to somebody, cause you know I'd be so excited about this information that I get. I just want people to find out, you know, about these human rights, and we need to really get involved and learn about these human rights. Human rights. Human rights. Human rights. So I want right. you to look up whoever's whoever's listening, who gonna listen to the show later. Uh, look at the, the movement about human rights and look at how powerful that movement is. It's not about black. It's not about white. It's not about fat. It's not about skin. It's not about straight. It's not about gay. It's about human rights. We all human have the right. same thing and that's skeletons. We are all skeletons. That's when it boils down to. If a white guy, black guy, Mexican guy, Chinese guy get together, put on a white t-shirt and ran miles, when you come back Everybody going to have a black ring around a collar. We are all dust. That's all we are is dust. For real, though. And I just want to just bring that out there tonight because this is Compton Politics Talk Radio. Ida, can you let the people know how they can get in contact with you? Information, please? Sure.
3: Always. ExcessBaggageProductions.com. Excess com is the website. You can get on there and... Um, you know, sign our guest book, our guest list. Um, phone number is nine two nine two six nine two two eight seven nine two nine two six nine two two eight seven. And again, the website is um, www.excessbaggageproductions.com.
2: Did y'all hear that? I hope y'all heard that because she is not going to repeat herself. <laughs> Unless you want, you know what I'm saying? Unless you want to, you know what I mean? I can't just, I don't bully people on my radio show. I mean, oh, okay. I get people. And,
3: oh, I forgot. I forgot to email. The email, you can email me at info at excessbaggageproductions.com. It's info, I-N-F-O at com.
2: Well, you know, um, like I said, you are an incredible woman. Uh, like I said, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate the work that you do. I know you can help change the world in your play. And I know every time you get on that stage, you get more stronger and stronger. And your and your charisma get. I, I mean, I've seen it. I mean, like I said, I had to go to the bathroom when I first started. We even went up in there and I helped it all that time because I did not want to miss on what bag meant what. And that's why I stayed uh-huh. because... Every bag you threw out that, every bag you threw out that suitcase was one of your problems. And every bag, and every bag that you threw out that suitcase was a different size. So Mm -hmm. I think the littlest bag was your biggest problem.
3: There it is. Yes, for you to see that. Yes, it was the biggest one. And remember at the end, the lady asked, Uh, What was the one you were holding on to? Uh, And And I said,
2: said, said, oh my God, I said,
3: the the littlest bag, the
2: the littlest bag was the biggest problem.
3: Problem. Yes, it usually is. And it was something, you know, little, but it was little because it happened when I was a child and it just grew, but it will always be that little bag, you know? And a lot of times it's just those little things. That happen to us that everything else piles on and it looks big, but then when you get down to it, it's something very little that could have been changed or said to make things different. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, and I, man, that's deep right there. You just like, that kind of put a chill. That put a chill on my body, seriously, because a lot of times we go look for the big Big problems to say, uh-huh. oh, that big problem is killing me, and here it is. We sitting in the little problem and dealing yep. with it, thinking it ain't the big problem, and been dealing yeah. with it for years. But the big yeah. problem is just it, the big problem. Hit us and go another one to come and it to go a big one to come and it to go a big one to yeah. come and to go. But that little problem stays around for 20, 30 years,
0: yeah. and you
2: still carrying it around in your pocket, you in your wallet, in your Little pocket, yeah. don't talk with your little, your big pocket in your pants. You got, you okay. got, you know, you got the little mm-hmm. pocket, right? You got to put your key in, right?
0: Yeah. It, that's it, where you got your little
2: problem at, in that yeah. little pocket over your big pocket. So, I like that. I like that. That's a great analogy to really think about, and I hope people that's listening understand that analogy because we have to start looking at our little problems
3: that we okay. have
2: and say that's our, that's why we have big problems of the little stuff. It's the little foxes.
3: Um, yeah, the Bible says the little foxes spoil the vine. It's the little bitty things that get overlooked that we think nobody else is watching or whatever that grows into the big ones. And the big things are just the symptoms of the little. If you remember in the beginning when God was talking to me, he said, Get to the root of it. And sometimes what happens is we just take off the big things and say, oh, I do this because of this, I do this because of that. That's good. But the root of it is what's going to keep you from piling on more bags because when you get to the root of it and know where it came from and address it and say, no, no more, I'm not going to do this, I don't believe that, whatever, then that's when you make some headway because then you realize that little one by addressing that little one, you're able to get rid of those bigger ones much easier. But it's the little ones that we hold on to little things.
2: Yeah. Well, now you know what, like I said, we've been getting off, but I just love how we can keep going yeah. with some more. You know, it, it makes sense <laughs> to keep talking. When it makes sense. Because I mean, you're like I said, your conversation is amazing, because it's like a new conversation. It's like the saying I say, I'm going places I've never been and I'm doing things I've never done. And tonight, I'm speaking about things I've never been able to speak about in my life. You feel what I'm saying? Because wow. you make me feel comfortable about speaking about those things. You know what I mean? I thought I was just going to bring right. that stuff out of my book. So like I said, I really appreciate your work. And, and I Thank think your work you. needs to be really put out there. And if anything that Compton Politics can do, not only Compton Politics, me personally, uh, let me know. Don't be too afraid to ask because... I believe in what you're doing. I believe that your play, right. your one-woman stage play seriously. I give you a five-star seriously. Me, Compton Politics. Wow. And I feel I can wow. do that. So you get All a right. five-star for me and anybody that I'm in, 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 in enhanced with and, and includes with. um, I'm going to mention you. I'm going to talk okay. to you about my, my executive. I'm gonna talk. You, you feel what I'm saying? I'm going to talk to the yeah. people about you. I'm going to let them know that I'm going to go back to the mental health department and, and press the issue that we're gonna. you need to come do a presentation. So all a million, yeah. all 11 million people that's up under the status that the county got them up under, they need to see your play. Because if your play, I, I think if they get the right people that really want the help that you can right. put out. I mean, bring the people that want Definitely. the help, not just somebody want to come see a free show. No, we are talking about right. people that actually requested. That that heard that you yeah. uh, you know that you're around and they requested you right. that yeah. you're around and they need that type of uh, uh, mentorship and your mentorship right. you can use it as a you actually need it as a mentorship and get funding. Yeah,
3: that's because
2: that that's is, an is an a hour goal worth goal. of work. That is an hour and thirty minutes worth of work where a person Thank is just you. like sitting down and listening to a counselor. I mean, you're just flipping the yeah. game. You're just flipping the game. That's yeah. all you're
0: doing. Right.
2: You're just flipping and the game. Section. Right.
0: It's
2: a joint session. We didn't.
3: Have enough time but what we wanted to do and the next one you know that we do I'm praying that I have counselors on site that people can go and talk to counselors and say hey I need air- help in this area I need help in this one especially our book will definitely have resources
2: we didn't you know, didn't, know, and, you know
3: we talk? were moving
0: yes so fast yes but we'll have
3: resources. You know what would be
2: even greater for you you know what would be for you if you could do a mental health tour, but try everybody on your crew a uh, uh, curriculum, so when y'all do go on tour, it's mandatory that everybody stay and get uh, uh, the first responders and get the response. For, uh, you get what I'm saying? Like I say, flip the game. Yeah. flip the game. It's yeah, a yeah, yeah.
0: Eat you what you're doing.
2: You got your. Crew. Wow, that's certified to go out, come up and say your prayer? What you want me to pray for? Let me. Let me put the money in the basket. Put your money. In, no, I'm just playing. No, but you know what I'm saying? You can, you can flip the game on that. You know, it's just ideas that you can utilize for what you do because it's more than just your play. You can give, you can right. give a service after you do the play. You know what I mean? You can really get oh, a real give yeah. real You know what I mean? Because the personalities, because the a- peers, because the peers you had on your stage, they all look pretty smart. They all look like they're willing to learn something new to help the world. And that's what I saw when y'all was on stage. I seen a whole crew of people help the world through you. Yep. And wow. putting you in front. They're putting you in the front and not being jealous. They're not no haters. You feel me? They put you yeah. in front and they stay in their lane. And that's what I recognize about your crew. Nobody rolled over you. What no, everybody stayed in their position. When it, the people at the door handled their business, the people at the ticket thing handled their yes. business, the people who were sitting people handled their business. And I just love that girl who designed your stage props. That oh, young girl did that. O M G! Can you please mention her name because they the need to, somebody need to go ahead and let that girl spread her spread her wings because she did yes. that. She did she that.
3: Really did. She actually, I think they offered her a position at the school, but she needs more. She needs but, more. No, yes. Yeah. I'm things. talking about
2: a production. She needs to go yeah. on some whiz, or, yeah. uh, 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 some hairspray, some yeah. big stuff. She needs to get paid. Cause that, she was that doing back, some that backdrop, things. And, Yeah, that backdrop she did. And what
3: the blessing was with her is that she just came, I just met her. I met her through her mom. And they came the last couple of days and she jumped in and just did whatever.
2: Man, that background. I was like, you know, because, oh, man, y'all folks, y'all listen to me. I'm going to say this one more time. Y'all need to go check out the stage play. XS XS baggage. I'm serious. If you got problems that you can't get rid of. Let's go check out this play. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Instead of promoting a concert, I think I can try to go ahead and, you know how people do concerts and stuff, or the dramatics, the yeah. and the urge on fire. Uh-huh. We need to do that. We need to do that for you. We, the community needs to get together, A okay. promoter, some promoter, you need to give. you need to give with some promoters that know about doing that, and you need to do that. All right. You know, just ideas I'm shooting at you. That's all. You know me, yeah. when you first met me, I'm trying to just say, look, boom, 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 because a, ter- a, a mind is a terrible thing to waste, you know? Yeah. Um my my mind run rapidly, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and this is how I work. People that don't really know me. I mean, I'm funny, I'm crazy, I'm this and that, but to catch me really in my zone, I would like to help you by thinking for you, by thinking up something for you. Because <laughs> uh Yeah, because we have to taste stuff to the galaxy. Oh, yeah. This I mean okay. Oh, so oh,
3: let Go me ahead. tell you this. I have to give my props out. Okay, so the the words in wood, that was made by Tim. Uh Tim Green. He was the guy who designed it. I told him what I wanted and he designed it. And Miss Jada was the one who decorated it. And she just went ahead. And then I had some other um, volunteers, Ralph and Otis, they did the fear. But you've seen her because she was just, we didn't finish the last one, but she was determined on finishing it. And I let her go ahead and do it because when you have that much uh, passion for what you, creativity for what you do, it has right. to come out. I'd rather her decorate right. those words than doing other things that they could be doing. So right. when you see kids like that, you know, who are very passionate about their creativity and the arts and stuff, use them, put them to use because they, they got to use it some kind of way. And she's like, anytime, Miss Marie, whenever you want to go, whenever you want to go, you know, or when you want to do the next one, I'll be there, you know, so. And that's the kind of child I was, too. You know, I learned how to get out, and we went to all the nursing homes and to the boys' homes and different things, and I was always creating stuff. That's what kept my sanity. (laughs) You know, that really kept my sanity. But just very creative and being able to, you know, create different things and different programs and props and stuff like that. So, I mean, it wasn't just me. It was my vision, but people helped me bring it to life. And I think Tim, not only did he help me design it, he just basically let me, um, ooh, that's an intercessor right there
2: when I was having a hard time. Right.
0: I could
3: all- you
2: know what? Can you do me a big favor? And I know I said we're going to get off this line, but I think it would be very important just to give your whole cast, shout out all, if you, you can remember everybody that been, that's on your cast. Okay. I mean, just okay. on some real Hold stuff, because I don't want to leave nobody out, because I've seen everybody on stage, and I'm not, you know, I, I just can't leave this show without you mentioning everybody on your cast, because they are so important. It's so important that people know who can back up one person and make it the whole make the whole movement happen Uh, and you got to utilize. And what I like about what's going on, what y'all doing is front and let you be in a front and nobody wanna come take your place and all that type of stuff. And that's the unity what I saw. So can you like just give everybody name up so people can know. Yes,
3: I Uh, would.
2: Go ahead, thank you so much.
3: Okay, I'm pulling up the picture so I don't forget for everybody because everybody, I need to say everybody's name. So first, my partner who was on Mrs. Stella Banks, create um, another creator. Um, she is actually the founder of Planet Creative Group and she is our um, what do you call it Tech Techni diva. and she does everything with like the website, anything social media, that's her that that's right. what you need to call miss stella b then i have let me pull it up i'm sorry i'm looking that way i don't miss anybody then i have miss cynthia smith who was the one in charge of the ticket and she miss <laughs> cynthia is my shy one who was the protester i didn't realize that she was <laughs> She could get it rough up there, but she did a phenomenal job. She was the one responsible for everybody calling, Hey, can I get my tickets? Da-da-da-da. I ain't got this money, I ain't got this. She handled it. She handled it. Then we have Anthony Ball, who was our prayer warrior. He came and he prayed and he supported um, us with everything. He was the man, he was helping us. Then I have Miss Charlotte White. Charlotte White. I had met Charlotte actually a few months before I actually did it at a presentation, a, another play that she was in and she danced. And when I seen her, the Holy Spirit said, she's the one. And I got in contact with her and talked to her and she said, sure, I'll do
0: it. I'll help you do it.
3: And we worked since January on the the dance at the end. Um, so Miss Charlotte White heart right there that's my she I call her mom but she thinks she <laughs> she could she can tell me what to do but she's a mom She's making sure all of that was together she worked with the two young ladies um Miss Bailey and um oh god what's her uh what's her name starts with a k i'll think of her name and come back but on next, I have Ms. Vonda Whitaker, who was our stage manager. And what is so amazing to Vonda when I looked over at her, Vonda is one that likes to stay in the background background. The other dancer was Miss Kana. Miss Kana, right? So Bonnie likes to be in the background and when I looked over and I seen her with the headsets on and she was telling me stay in the line, stay in the light and everything, my heart just wants to jump out because when people are doing what they know how to do or what they and they step up into it, there's just a magic that comes with it. And it was I was captivated just watching her do it because it was like all along, Miss Marie, I wanna stay in the background. I wanna stay in the background. But when she was able to get in her place, bam, it was she was on. She was on. And then we have Miss Trina. Miss Trina is um actually another coach as well. She's a health and fitness coach and um she works with women who are Tired and fed up the, with the yo yo diet. She, I met her at a job and um, we've been friends ever since. She came and she supported. She was out in the front with Cynthia with the tickets and she called me. She said, Miss Maridi is line around the building. <laughs>
0: that
3: <was> so funny. <laughs> and then I have Miss Deka. Miss Deka. I have to give big props out for Deka because. Um, Vika really stepped up to the plate. And when you work with people who have disabilities, I believe that's the correct terminology, you know, you either um, underestimate or try to overcompensate. But she pulled her own weight. She pulled her own weight. And she is disabled in ways we are not, but she was pulling her weight just like everybody else. And I really appreciate Deeka. she brought a lot to it. It was, you know, challenging for me to understand and learn uh, how to work with people with disabilities and, you know, make them feel comfortable and whatnot. And she right. said, we passed, we passed. She does um, uh, sessions on inclusion, to the churches for um, <laughs> uh, for the churches to start understanding how to include people who are uh, differently challenged. Okay, let's say that. So she did hers last the twenty ninth, and big step for her as well. Then Rhonda Bangston, Rhonda Bangston is our uh, host. Um, Okay, McCain McClain, that was um, our volunteer coordinator, and she was on them. She was on them. I mean, text was going all night long with her back and forth with the, be sure to get here at this time, and we need this, and we need that, and everything. She was on it. She handled it. And then we have Rhonda Bankston, who was our – PR. She got out there meeting people and everything, doing the interviewing and whatnot. Our greeter, hostess. Then we move on to Miss Emily. Emily Tanaka. This is my baby right here. Now, what I love about Emily, and that's what I love about everybody, is I allow them to do what they do best. So it taught made me have to learn how to work with each one of them because right. Emily for this she's a night person now usually I'm not I'm in bed by this time Lorenzo I get up early oh me too I'm,
2: I mean too. I think I'm yeah. gonna be going to bed at 10 o'clock
3: yeah but I get up early in the morning but Emily works at night so it's amazing that I'd wake up in the morning and I got all this thing spread out and you know, different designs, but she did all of the she did the program she did the yeah. ticket she did she did it believe me it she did it. I just got a compliment today from somebody else who is doing their program, and they were just saying how nice our program was. She did it she does very her work is very, very nice yeah because
2: i sure was mad when i lost mine because i sure was mad when i lost my program
3: i'll get you another one we got one for you we got one for you you know i got a couple of them
2: i'm glad i lost it because my i need mine to be signed this time
3: oh it'll be signed sir that's what i'm talking about
2: right there i need mine Uh, to be signed it'll be
3: signed. yes and then i have miss gloria bank i'm not yeah, no, we're mixing the names, Gloria D's batisse She's another PR person. She's telling everybody, get your tickets. Did you get your tickets? Did you get your tickets? Did you get your tickets? And she takes our pictures um, as well. She, she will be our resident uh, usher, I think, at our next one. She will have the tissues because she was the one who was telling me, they were crying, Marie, and we didn't have tissues. <laughs> so we will make uh, yeah, sure she yes. is supplied with tissues. And then we you can get sponsored Jenny. by Charmin. Yes, 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 yes. And then we you know. have Jennifer Teria Turner. She was our dancer up in the scene, and her Anthony, her and Anthony were dancing as well. And Jenny is Jenny is. I'm looking at her picture with this big beautiful smile when they were doing the dancing i hadn't rehearsed with them with all the people in the dancing it was only jenny so i'm talking and i'm thinking it's just jenny and when i turned around and i looked because i seen everybody in the audience turn and look at them and i turned and i looked and i seen all the people i started laughing myself because i was like they are having fun <laughs> I yeah, seen, I
0: know
3: I was having fun out there. Yeah, so and Jenny, she just really brought a lot of um, a lot of um, questions and uh, technique, you know, from a director's point of view, because she does uh, theater herself as well. And then my last one, Miss Claudia Contreras. Now I met Claudia. I just got a job last October, and um, I met her. She's my coworker, and I call her my millennial cheerleader because the moment I told her, she said, "Miss Marie, you need to go here. You need to call this people. You need to talk to this people. You need to do this and that." And when I come to work, and she go, "How's it going? How's it going?" She made sure she made sure I kept going. And even when there was times when I was just like. I got stunned almost because I was like, some of the things that happened, it was just like, I can't stop now. I can't Mm -hmm. stop now too far. And she's like, call this one, call that one. So Miss, Miss Claudia, love her too. She's, she's my baby, but they all push, they all push me in different ways to make me grow and, and love and accept them for who they were. And they all gave me their best. I'm, I'm really, is proud but then last but not least (laughs) um, no actually i got a couple more now come on come on with it come on
2: with
3: it the young lady who sang okay miss dawn p i met her just through my video when i did the video she said i need to be a part of this she said i have a song god gave me she got to the rehearsal. We didn't know. I didn't even know when she got there. She showed up, and people were like, "Who are you?" And when she said her name, that's when I recognized her. And when she sang the song, we were looking at each other, and they were like, "How did she know?" She the song was exactly what we were doing. And the song so you sang a song exactly.
2: she sung. So you saying a song that she sung. Y'all don't even know each other. She just from a dip. So, nope. so so from two different entities, nope. she wrote this song.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She wrote the song, and and because see a lot of my a lot of my songs that I wanted to use were Mary J. Blige's songs because Mary J. talks about you know the drama and the hurt and stuff that she went through, but really you have to pay to use those you know have the rights and stuff like that and we didn't you know we didn't do that and I wanted to have Mary J. and all of this stuff you know but God made it even better because now we have a theme song. Here's our theme song. It's called Excess Baggage.
1: It's Excess Baggage. That's deep. deep.
3: I was like, we were all sitting there like, y'all don't know each other? No. This is our first time. What is the name of the song? And the things that she's saying about flying and Excess Baggage is what he's left me. We were just like, oh, my God, this is it. That was it. So, I mean... No one can tell me that things can't happen, and God has a way of positioning people um, in your dream, in your vision. You have to, you have to keep pushing so that you meet them and they line up at the right time. So, but if you're going, you're going to meet everybody that you need to get it where it needs to be. That's why I know the next time we do it, it's going to be even bigger and better, and then the next time we just keep perfecting it. So everybody has to keep coming because each time is going to be different. (laughs) It's going to be different. It won't be the same. Um, Again, Tim Green, who was um, my, he did my stage prop out of my head. I told him I needed it this way and that way, and he worked diligently to get it there and also bring it back to the house and, you know, take it down and bring it back and everything. And then who else? And then Miss Jada, who was the one decorating. And then my volunteers, I got Ralph and Otis. And um, oh, God, I can't see. Miss Rosie, she got the food. My sponsors who helped. Um yeah. Miss Arlene and then with hunt uh what is it, Honey's Honey Kettle Honey's Kettle Chicken. I mean, mm-hmm. she came out, she sponsored it. I was like, I need I need, you know, can you sponsor us? And she was like, sure, I wanna I wanna help. I wanna help. So I'm just believing God that you know, the next time that we do it, more people understand what I'm trying to do. I don't want it to be about me. I want right. to, everybody just use what you got. Just use what you got. If we all start using what we got to help each other, we got of a course.
2: lot. Man, we, we got, got a lot. whole lot. Got a whole lot in the yep. pot. Yep, Yeah. Got a whole lot, and that's where I'm on. I'm on trying to get them people in this pot and just bring out what you got. That's what I'm saying, November yep. 17th. Whatever you got for the pot, bring it out. At the top, they asked right. what's the mental health. Uh, we have a, the guest tonight is Ida Briggs, Maria Briggs, and uh, she has a mm-hmm. one-woman show. And uh, and it's about excess baggage. You're getting rid of all your excess baggage that's in your life that's just really slowing you down, bringing you down. You've been dealing with. It. I mean, all the way from child molestation to failing school to your mama getting beat to to uh, uh uh all everything that can just drive you crazy. But you're not crazy. You're just mentally unstable because you don't know understand what happened. But you dealt with it. Right. not have no right. response. Right. Nobody came to give you a counseling, counseling uh workshop or anything like that you just been dealing with it keep on going in life and keep on going going through stuff making it through thanking god thanking jesus whoever you believed in and that's what this show is about tonight is making it through you know um believing in yourself no matter what goes on that's what tonight is about it's about self-preservation it's about going to the galaxy like i said somebody said oh okay that's what it's about though so um but this lady has a one state has a one woman show, and she she you need y'all need to check her out. you know I'm gonna try to see if we can book her somewhere again soon as possible because I'm sure people out here got some money. they put some money up for you know these big promoters that they put up for the, the shy lights and slave and why not put up for a play to say lives? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? cause I know a whole lot of promoters, they do concerts every week. they're doing concerts every weekend. You know what I mean? So why not somebody invest in a in a play to save lives? So that's that, what I'm going to be pushing that's
0: for. That's going to help. Yeah.
2: Right. That's it's it. just like that's I said, flip it. the game. We got to flip the game. We got yep. to turn it into what we need it to be, not what they wanted it to yep. be. You know, like yep. I said, I just want to thank you for for coming in my show, yep. man. We didn't have a 2-hour show, my sister. 2 Ooh, hours have been exactly. on the radio. <laughs> um so that just that goes amazing. to show you that it's worth You know, it was worth me talking to you again. It's my second time having you on my show. I really appreciate you coming back on. Um, And I just need to just thank you for the work you do. Uh, Can you give up your information one more time? Because there might be somebody out there listening that might really need your help. Just give up your information one more time. and I'm going to cut the show.
3: Okay. So if you'd like to call me, you uh, you can reach me at um, 929- 269-2287. 929-269-2287. Um, by email is info at com. That's info. INFO at Excessbaggage dot com or by the website at com. Get on our guest list. You're able to leave some information if you'd like me to get in contact with you. Um, Or, you know, get on our um, Facebook page. It's excessbaggageproductions.com. Sign on to our page. You know, friend it, like it, whatever.
0: That's it.
2: All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Compton Politics. This is T25CO.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. This is your host, the most... And I'll take a toast. Just took a toast. <laughs> uh, you know, t 25 sale.com as you can see right here behind me on Facebook Live, go to the website, T25.com. Check it out, 24-hour radio station. we playing all the latest hits. we playing all the latest independent artist music. We're showing all of the latest movies. If you got movies, music, poetry, DVDs, that you're not doing nothing with. You want to make you some money, get with me in the inbox. This is a black owned company. We just no different than Spotify, Pandora, all them other companies. We their competitors. That's what country politics is on. T25. We their competitors. So we're trying to grow this system so we can take over, so we can have the money coming to back to our community. Because none of them people is giving us no money. Even when they did. Black Panther. They didn't give us none of that money. We ran up there and gave up all our money to that movie, which was cool and that whatever country they said we was from, whatever. That's straight, but check it out. We didn't get none of that money, y'all. Who, who you think made all that money and I'll be done? All mm-hmm. that hundred billion dollars they're talking about, Disney made all that money. Mm-hmm. Disney made all that money from Black Panther. And guess what? We gave up all that money. So let's empower. I ain't talking about recycled black dollars. Let's just recycle some dollars back to you. And that's what this can do. You can recycle your dollars back to you. It's dealing with T25CL.com. see Talk Radio. This is your host Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. I'm um, going to end this show. I am burnt out. I am tired. Oh my God. But it's been a, a week's worth of work waiting for you. And I really appreciate you coming on. Like I said, I gave you a five star with your stage play because you are saving lives. I'm trying to get you to get in front of this mental health department so you can just do a whole community tour of uh, of this and save some lives. So uh, thank right. you for calling. Thank you for calling in. Thank you all yeah. people for listening. Thank you people for looking at me on Facebook Live. You don't have to do that. I really appreciate it. Um, I got T-shirts, y'all. I got to let y'all know I got Compton Politics t-shirts. Get your order in. Okay. I got Compton Politics t-shirts for real. So they real nice. <laughs> no. But this Compton Politics <laughs> Talk Radio, I'm going to end this show. Thank y'all so much. Uh, I'm just gonna do it like this: Five, four, three, two, 1, Compton Politics.